This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, June 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downley. Here's today's headlines. McConnell tees up farm bill. Trump's work rule stance critical to enacting bill. And USDA reorganization questioned. The House squeaker sets now the stage for the Senate Farm Bill debate. It's on to the Senate for the Farm Bill. The House revote yesterday was the squeaker that we expected, given the controversy surrounding the food stamp provisions. But passing that bill, even with the only 213 to 211 margin, clears the path to start negotiations with the Senate on a final version that once the Senate passes its bill as expected next week. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell teed up floor debate on the Senate Agriculture Committee's bill, scheduling a vote Monday evening to begin debate on the legislation. The big question is, what will POTUS do? President Donald Trump is likely to be the key as to whether there will be a new farm bill enacted this year. The question is, will he insist that the final bill include tougher work requirements for SNAP recipients? If he does, it may be tough to get a bill that Democrats will vote for, and we've seen how hard it is to get a partisan bill through the House already. House conservatives say they have no commitment from the House GOP leadership to insist on tougher work rules, so they're counting on Trump to refuse to sign the bill that doesn't go far enough. Keep in mind, Trump took to Twitter after the House vote yesterday afternoon and took note of the work rules. So happy to see work requirements included. Big win for farmers. The key to getting the farm bill out of the House was that several conservatives kept their word and voted for the bill once they got the vote they wanted on immigration earlier in the day. Just 20 Republicans voted against the bill yesterday compared to 30 when it was first on the floor last month. Trump plan downsizes USDA. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway is sounding a note of skepticism about the Trump administration's plan to downsize USDA and transfer much of its non-agricultural functions to other agencies. USDA would lose its nutrition assistance programs, including SNAP and WIC, to the Department of Health and Human Services. Conaway told reporters, I'm a little concerned that an agency that is as big as HHS is, with all of its issues, that you would make it even bigger. He emphasized that he would take a look at what the administration is proposing. However, he said, quote, I haven't seen the plan or the rationales as to why. The plan also would create a single food safety agency that would include USDA's meat inspection authority. Keep in mind, there has been no buzz on the Hill about this plan, and reorganization proposals are generally dead on arrival on Capitol Hill anyway in part because committees don't want to give up any of their jurisdiction. National Corn Growers Association taps Doggett as interim CEO. John Doggett, the top lobbyist for the National Corn Growers Association, has been named the group's interim CEO. Chris Novak is leaving the CEO position in August to take over as CEO of CropLife America. An NCGA board member tells AgriPulse that Doggett will provide good, stable continuity for NCGA as we move forward. The Montana native have served as executive vice president since 2014. Prior to that, he served as vice president of public policy and continues to manage the organization's 11-person Washington office and lead its public policy efforts. China looks to be a tough opponent in a trade war. 
President Trump tweeted earlier this year that trade wars are good and easy to win. But some experts warn that he's underestimating China if the conflict becomes a prolonged battle. Speaking at a Washington International Trade Association event yesterday, Mary Lovey, a senior fellow at the Peterson Institute, said that Trump's tariffs on Chinese exports will actually hit some major U.S. companies. Roughly 60% of the Chinese goods are from multinational corporations operating out of China, including General Electric. Bruce Andrews, a former deputy secretary at the Commerce Department during the Obama administration, stressed that China will likely be able to absorb a lot more pain than the U.S. during a trade war because President Xi Jinping has managed to consolidate power and the government, insulating himself from domestic reproach. Lovey said, We will not win a trade war. We will only hurt our own economy. The U.S. and China are both scheduled to unleash tariffs of $34 billion of each other's goods on July 6th. While the U.S. is taking aim at high-tech goods first, China has promised to hit agriculture commodities like soybeans, wheat, and corn. Trump blames Mexico for NAFTA delay. Trump claims that Mexico's refusal to stop people from crossing its border into the U.S. is one reason why he's being tough on the country during talks to rewrite the North American Free Trade Agreement. Trump, speaking to reporters before a cabinet meeting, said they encourage people, frankly, to walk through Mexico and go to the United States because they're drug traffickers, they're human traffickers, they're coyotes. I mean, we're getting some real beauties. Mexico is doing nothing for us except taking our money and sending us drugs. RFS announcement scuttled amid waiver concerns. A planned ceremony to release proposed 2019 biofuel blending levels has been scrapped, and the announcement may be on hold as well as the Environmental Protection Agency sorts out how it will approach refineries suffering economic hardship. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt and Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue were set to announce the 2019 renewable volume obligations under the Renewable Fuel Standard in Missouri today, but sources say that event was canceled. The announcement may be on hold as well as the EPA sorts out how it will handle requests from refineries for hardship exemptions. The announcement was reportedly going to include plans for reallocating waived gallons. Doing that would face stiff opposition from refiners and likely be challenged in court. The chairman of the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, John Barrasso, said yesterday that he will carefully examine EPA's proposed rule, especially its impact on small refineries. Farmers air regulatory concerns. Farmers who use prescribed burning on prairie lands and who employ propane technicians need regulatory relief. A House Small Business Subcommittee heard yesterday. Glenn Bronco, a co-owner of Brush Creek Cattle Company in Wamago, Kansas, told lawmakers that it's becoming more difficult every year to find windows of opportunity to successfully burn large areas of grasslands for fear of knocking an air monitoring station out of compliance with the ever-tightening air quality requirements. Craig Martin's operations manager for Three Rivers FS in Dyersville, Iowa, said a recent OSHA regulation that imposes certification requirements on crane operators, which include propane technicians, is making it harder and more expensive for cooperatives to employ propane technicians and provide these services. Martin's was speaking on behalf of Gromark, 
and the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives. Here's today's He Said It. If you have a chicken, it's governed by the USDA. If that chicken lays an egg, it's governed by the FDA. But if you break the egg and make it into an omelet, that is now covered again by the Department of Agriculture. That's Budget Director Mick Mulvaney talking about why the government's food safety oversight should be merged into a new federal food safety agency. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, June 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Allen.